The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Let's jazz it up. Let's all get together now. Welcome to the Laura Theodore Podcast. You may know me from my popular television show, Jazzy Vegetarian, where I feature easy and delicious vegan recipes, along with tips for living a kinder, plant-based life. Now I invite you to join me here each week, where I'll welcome amazing guests to share upbeat and informative conversations featuring motivational lifestyle advice and nutritional guidance, plus lots of jazzy-licious recipe ideas. It's all served up with sensational music on the side. Music. So let's get talking. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Laura Theodore Podcast. I am your host, Laura Theodore. I'm so happy to be here today. We're going to be celebrating Valentine's Day on the show today with certified holistic health coach, Diane Wenz, and she's going to share 10 health benefits of chocolate. Oh, yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward to you listening to the program right here on mindbodyspirit.fm each and every Wednesday. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're happy and healthy. And later on in the program, I am going to share my chocolate recipe for Valentine's Day. Of course, it's easy, it's delicious, it's vegan. So I hope you will stay tuned. It is now my great pleasure to welcome Diane Wenz, who is a certified holistic health coach, a vegan lifestyle coach, and plant-based chef. Diane has a certificate in plant-based nutrition, and she coaches people from across the globe, supporting them in improving their health and well-being, as well as making the dietary and lifestyle changes needed to go vegan. She's the author of the Truly Healthy Vegan Cookbook, 90 Whole Food Recipes and Deliciously Simple Ingredients, and she's author of The Big Book of Vegan Cooking, and, well, I'd like to welcome her to the show right now. How are you today, Diane? Hi, Laura. Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing wonderfully. How are you? I'm doing great because we're talking about chocolate and we're talking about that there are some health benefits of chocolate. And this Valentine's Day, I don't think there could be better news. Yes, chocolate is one of my favorite (laughs) subjects. I love chocolate. I often say that dessert isn't worth having if it doesn't have chocolate. It's not worth the calories if there's no chocolate in it. (laughs) I must say I kind of agree with that. You know, I have a lot of chocolate (laughs) recipes, too. I have entire chocolate chapters in several Mm -hmm. of my books. You know, it's just something that, that I love. But, you know, a lot of people, they cook with chocolate, they use chocolate, they love chocolate. But what is chocolate? 
Yeah, so chocolate is actually, it comes from beans. It's actually the seeds of the Theobroma cacao tree. And um, Theobroma actually comes from ancient Greek. It translates to food of the gods, which is why it's so wonderful, because it's food for the gods. There's an ancient myth that the trees were actually planted by gods. And so what they do is they um, they take the beans from the, the trees and they ferment them, they dry them. They're usually roasted, not all the time. They're roasted and then the shells are removed and inside the shells are nibs and then the nibs are pressed to remove the cocoa butter and the chocolate liqueur. So when the cocoa butter is removed, the chocolate liqueur is like a thick paste and that's 100% chocolate. That's what we use in baking and cooking. It's unsweetened. And then for eating, they flavor it with sugar, vanilla, and cocoa butter is added back in. And then to make cocoa powder, the uh, liqueur is melted and that removes the cocoa butter and that results in a hard mass that's then ground into a fine powder. And when you have cocoa powder, there's natural cocoa powder, which is untreated. It has a slight acidicness to it. That's the type that's usually found in grocery stores here in the U.S., And then there's Dutch cocoa powder, and that's treated with an alkali. It's less acidic than natural cocoa powder. It's usually a little darker. It has more of a mellow flavor. And then there's also black cocoa powder, and that's highly alkalized, and that's very, very dark. It's close to being black. And that has a kind of a different flavor, so if you are using that in a recipe, it's not interchangeable with the others. You would want to just use a little bit of it. And when you're baking, if it calls for cocoa powder, it should say if it's natural or Dutch. I think most of the time it is natural. Uh, But what you want to do is see if there is baking powder. If it's baking powder, then you want Dutch process. If if the recipe calls for baking soda, then you want natural cocoa powder. That's good tip. Yeah, if it's something like a drinking, drinking recipe or even truffles or something like that it's just um your your taste preference Mm -hmm. and by the way i want to give a shout out to fran costigan who's like the queen of vegan chocolate and i learned all this from her from her great book vegan chocolate that is a great book i have that book and it's a wonderful 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 book and oh that's that's such great information to know and i think The biggest question is, you see cacao and you see cocoa, Mm -hmm. and a lot of people ask, what is the difference between cacao and cocoa? Yeah, I actually read once that it's believed that the word is cacao and cocoa came about from a typo, from people transposing the two letters at the end. Um, But the way we refer to it now is cacao is considered to be raw. So instead of when the... um, in, in the processing, in the process of drying it, fermenting it, um, instead of roasting to remove the shells, it's cold pressed. And cacao, raw cacao, is said to have many health benefits. You can usually find that as nibs, butter, powder, uh, and then cocoa is referred to beans that have been roasted at high temperatures, which can sometimes destroy the nutrients and diminish some of the health benefits. But I have seen cacao nibs that are roasted. So if you were looking for raw cacao nibs for the benefits, just read the label to make sure it's not roasted. Oh, great tip. Great tip. Now, mm. talk about the actual nutrients and some of the antioxidants in chocolate. 
Yeah, so because it is a bean or a seed, some people even refer to it as a fruit, it's plant-based, and we know plant-based foods are nutritious. Uh, so when, you are, when we are talking about the nutritious value of chocolate, we're talking about really high-quality chocolate. So when you're buying chocolate, you want to skip, obviously, if you're vegan, you want to skip anything containing milk, milk but you want to skip things that have lots of sugar, long list of ingredients. You want to look for a high percentage, um, usually like 65, 70 or higher. The higher the percentage, the more bitter it's going to be because the more chocolate that is actually in it. So when you're looking at a label, if it says like 70% chocolate, that means it's 70% cocoa or cacao and 30% other ingredients like sugar, vanilla, flavorings, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. some, some of the nutrients are omega-3 fatty acids, fiber, protein, iron, magnesium, copper, potassium, phosphorus, zinc, selenium, and then there are antioxidants. And antioxidants are compounds that prevent cell damage. Like they, um, you know, if you were to bite into an apple and it turns brown, if you leave it, it turns brown, that's oxidation. And that can lead to different, if that's what happens to our organs, um, inside our body and when that happens inside our body it can lead to free radicals those kind of go around in our bloodstream and cause damage so cacao has lots of antioxidants polyphenols flavanols catechins i'm not sure if i'm pronouncing any of those correctly because they're long words um and i read one study that said that cacao and dark chocolate contain more antioxidants than any other fruit huh wow well, then let's just go a step further. How is it with the heart and blood pressure? Does it have an effect on either of those things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there have been some studies that show that the antioxidants in dark chocolate can raise HDL levels of cholesterol, which is the good cholesterol, and it can lower the LDL levels, which is the bad cholesterol. And then the flavanols in dark chocolate can stimulate the lining of the arteries, which produces nitric oxide, which then sends signals to the arteries to relax. And when the arteries are relaxed, the blood flows easier, blood pressure is reduced. And then there have been some studies that have shown improvements in heart health in those who eat chocolate on a regular basis. And we know that balancing cholesterol and lowering blood pressure are good for the heart. And it's also known to lower the risk of having plaque in the arteries as well. Wow. Now, when you bite into chocolate, a lot of people say, oh, it just immediately makes them feel good. Does it really Mm -hmm. help improve your feelings of well-being? I mean, if you're feeling a little down or you're having a slow day and then all of a sudden you say, well, I'm going to have some chocolate and you feel a little bit better? Yeah, it definitely makes me feel better. (laughs) Um, One thing is uh, there's a little caffeine in there, so that's going to give you a little pep. Uh, So keep that in mind if you're eating it close to bedtime. Um, The the magnesium in chocolate is going to help you relax, too. Magnesium is known to help you relax. And then the uh, flavanol, which is one of those antioxidants, it helps boost blood flow to the brain, which improves performance and alertness. It also helps with cognitive function. And then chocolate also has tryptophan, which is 
one of those things we hear about, like when people say that they fall asleep after Thanksgiving dinner because of the tryptophan and the turkey. Mm. Um, turkey actually has very little of that in there. Chocolate does. Chocolate has tryptophan, and that helps. Tryptophan helps create hormone, uh, the hormone serotonin in our brains. And then chocolate also has PEA, which is a stimulant that it's, it's the same kind of chemical that's released in our brain when we fall in love. Hmm. And there was a study on people suffering from anxiety. They had them eat one ounce of chocolate every, dark chocolate every day for two weeks, and their stress hormones were significantly reduced. Wow. So there's definitely wow. something in there that helps us feel better. Wow. Yeah, you mentioned, you know, the caffeine in there and and be, you know, aware if you if you eat it before bedtime. There's an interesting story. First, I have to thank you so much for making and posting my podocrem recipe from my oh, new book. Such a good recipe. It it is a good recipe and it's based on grandma's recipe. It took me quite a long time to figure out how to make it vegan because it was based in actually raw eggs, believe it or not, and cream. Mm. So I had to figure out but but Many years ago, I was having a dinner party, and I think there were like 12 people there, and for the first time, I was serving, you know, the pot de creme for dessert, and, you know, the dinner had started late, you know, it was one of those kind of late dinner parties, and we had just finished supper, and people were like, oh, you know, oh, you know, well, we're kind of tired, and this and that. I served that pot de creme, and like everybody all of a sudden was talking really fast, and we were <laughs> playing games, and, you know, we realized it was the pot de creme. It improved mm-hmm. everybody's feelings of well-being, so to speak, and uh, <laughs> it made for, made for real fun. We're talking today with the amazing Diane Wenz, and her website is dianesvegankitchen.com, dianesvegankitchen.com. And on our website today, you're going to find her easy date truffle recipe that's coming up in just a minute. You're going to find the recipe, and you're also going to find the link to Diane's website with all of this interesting information about chocolate. Continuing on about chocolate, let's say you really love chocolate. How much is it okay to eat if you want to eat it every day or on a regular basis? Yeah, so because it's good for you, that doesn't mean you should be eating lots of it. I mean, anything that's healthy, you shouldn't be eating lots of it. You shouldn't be eating, you know, you should eat a wide variety of foods. Um, So with chocolate... You know, how much you eat per day is really depending on you and how you feel, but it is high in calories. There is sugar in it. It should be a treat, not a meal. And, again, you want to look for high percentage dark chocolate. You know, things like candy bars, they're loaded with sugar, so they're not going to have the same health benefits. I Um, see, yeah. Yeah. And I just want to talk for a minute, too, about, like, what to look for when you're buying chocolate. Um, So you always want to check the ingredients list. Because even if there's a chocolate you love, you've been eating it for years, manufacturers change recipes all the time, and they may be adding things in there. They may be adding milk in there. Um, even dark chocolate contains dairy sometimes. There's a small percentage that's allowed in and be able to still call it dark chocolate. I know sometimes people have given me dark chocolate as gifts, and there's milk in it, and they don't realize. Mm. So you want to check. You always check your ingredients list. And also, uh, sometimes people are confused with cocoa butter. They think that that's butter, but that's actually from the process of 
the bean, you know, separating the bean from the liqueur and everything. So, so cocoa butter actually is chocolate. Don't mm-hmm. worry about cocoa butter. Um, sometimes things say it's processed on the same in- equipment as milk chocolate. So they'll say there may be some cross-contamination. Unless you have a severe allergy, that's safe for vegans. Sometimes people are a little worried about that, but that would be just minute traces. And, you know, all of the manufacturing of any kind of product, lots of things are manufactured on that equipment. So there's always going to be some kind of cross-contamination. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and I know many of our listeners today are looking for the perfect Valentine's Day recipe, and I think you've come up with that. Once again, everybody, you're going to find this on the Jazzy Vegetarian blog at jazzyvegetarian.com after the program today, but I am very excited for you to share your delicious and easy recipe for date truffles. Mm, Yes, this is so easy. just a few ingredients, doesn't make too much of a mess. <laughs> I was actually making truffles with melted chocolate yesterday. I had chocolate all over the kitchen, but this is used with cocoa powder. Um, so what you want is half a cup of walnuts. You can also use almonds. Um, I've never made it with peanuts. I'm sure it would work with peanuts, pecans. And then you want a cup and a half of medjooled dates, and you want to pit them. If you can't find medjools, you can use other kinds of dates, but medjools are nice and soft, so they're easier to blend. If you're using a harder kind of date, you would need to soak it for about 20 minutes to make it soft. And then you want a third of a cup of unsweetened natural cocoa powder or raw cacao powder. And, you know, back to what I was saying before about Dutch versus natural, whatever you prefer, whatever tastes better to you, go for it. You want two teaspoons vanilla extract, Uh, a quarter of a teaspoon sea salt, and then to roll your truffles in, um, I like to use sesame seeds. You can also use more cocoa powder, cacao nibs, any other type of crushed nut or seed you can use. And so to make them, what you want to do is line a baking sheet or some kind of plate or platter with parchment paper so they don't stick. And then you place the walnuts in a food processor and process until they're really crumbly. And then you add the dates, cocoa powder, vanilla extract, and salt. And you process until everything is like a nice smooth paste and sticks together. If it's a little too dry, you'd want to add just a tiny bit of water, a little bit at a time, process until it reaches like a nice paste consistency. And then you scoop the mixture out by the tablespoonful, roll it into small balls, about an inch, an inch and a half. You place them uh, on the baking sheet. And then when you're done with everything, you would place them in the sesame seeds or whatever it is you want to roll the truffles around in. And um, I've done this with cooking demos where I've been, by the time I've reached the last one, the first ones have kind of dried out a little. So if, they, if you find that they're drying out, they're not sticking, just stick the truffle in some water, and then when you roll it around in the sesame seeds or cacao nibs or whatever you're using, it'll stick better. Mm, and then tip. that's it. Yeah. You just refrigerate them. Refrigerate them until you're ready to serve. These travel well. You know, if you're making chocolate, tr- like chocolate truffles with melted chocolate, they might go soft when you're traveling, but these travel better. Yeah, I agree. Wow, great recipe, perfect for Valentine's Day, and this was the perfect subject for Valentine's Day. Mm. And I always love speaking with you, and we're always so happy to have you on the program. So I hope we get to do this again soon and talk about one of your other specialties. 
Mm, Thank you. I really enjoyed this. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful 2023. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that is the one, the only Diane Wens. We always love having her here on this program. And, of course, remember, you can get her date truffle recipe. Oh, what a fabulous recipe. You can get that at jazzyvegetarian.com on our blog this week. And you're also going to be able to get my recipe of the week, which is coming up in just a minute. It's another great one for Valentine's Day. But meanwhile, Season 10 of Jazzy Vegetarian is airing all across the nation, and you can also watch us on Create TV. They have earlier seasons on Create TV every single Sunday and every single Monday, so you want to make sure to tune into that. There's Jazzy Vegetarian all over the place for everybody, and uh, the 10th anniversary cookbook, Jazzy Vegetarian, lively vegan cuisine that's easy and delicious. That one's out. If you haven't picked up a copy yet, you can go to jazzyvegetarian.com and click on shop and you'll see all of my books there. And if you order them from the website, I will sign them for you. We've got a lot of specials there this week. So many things happening. But right now, I know you're waiting for it. This is a fantastic recipe to serve for Valentine's Day. And it takes only 10 minutes to put together. So it's also easy and delicious. It's so perfect for a romantic supper, or if you're throwing a party, it really makes a great dessert. It's a maple vegan variation of my grandma's classic chocolate pot de creme recipe. And my maple chocolate pot de creme is so creamy, your Valentine will not believe that it's based in shh, tofu. Yep, based in tofu, but it's so, so good. And this makes six to 10 servings, depending on how big you want your servings to be. You're going to start off with three quarters of a cup of unsweetened dairy-free milk. You can use any variety of dairy-free milk that you and your family like. 14 ounces of firm or extra firm regular tofu, drained and cubed. You don't want to press it for this. You just want to drain the tofu really, really well. That's a great jazzy tip. Two tablespoons of maple syrup, one teaspoon of vanilla extract, one cup of vegan chocolate chips. You want to use 55% to 70% cacao. Great in this recipe. And then you want to have some fresh raspberries for garnish and some mint sprigs. And this is how it goes. You put the dairy-free milk in a small saucepan. You're going to bring it to a simmer over medium-low heat. Then put your drained tofu, your maple syrup, and your vanilla extract in a blender. Then you're going to add the chocolate chips on top of that. Then you're going to pour in that simmering dairy-free milk and process it for 45 seconds to one minute until it's completely smooth. Now, do make certain that that pudding is completely, completely smooth. I've had so many emails with people saying to me, oh, I tried the tofu recipe, but it was kind of grainy. Well, it was kind of grainy because you didn't Blend it until it was completely smooth. Just blend, 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 blend. You want to make sure that it looks like, well, you make sure it looks like there's cream in there. That's the basic idea. Then you're going to spoon or pour the mixture into 8 to 10 mini dessert glasses or espresso cups. Or if you want larger servings, you can use 6 to 8 dessert bowls. And then garnish it with a raspberry and a mint sprig. 
or a single chocolate chip if you like. Refrigerate it for four to eight hours until it's completely set up. Serve it nice and cold. It is so delicious. You can get this recipe on our Season 8 Recipes at JazzyVegetarian.com. Just click on Season 8 Recipes, Episode 810. That's Episode 810. Oh, you are going to just love it. Now, for the music this week, I've got something really special for you. This is a fabulous track by the amazing Michael Costaldo, and it's called Prayer.
That's Michael Costaldo and Prayer. What a fabulous track. Great, great music. Thank you so much, Michael. Well, I'm so happy that you joined me today. I hope you'll listen to us each and every week on the Laura Theodore Podcast. And until next time, be happy, be healthy, and be well. From me, Laura Theodore, a.k.a. The Jazzy Vegetarian. Life is hard, and sometimes you need a little help and guidance. I'm Laura West, host of A Guided Life Podcast, and I believe that help is all around us. We just have to ask for it. The universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.